What up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Eric, your host, and you're listening to Clipped. And Clipped is a show that brings you podcast production tips, education, and industry insights to help you start, grow, and monetize a podcast. This week, I'm talking with my friend Tom from podcastpage.io. And if you didn't know, Podcast Page is an easy way for podcasters to create a website for their show. Podcast page makes it super easy to import your RSS feed and then literally make a podcast website within minutes. You can choose your font, you can choose your colors, uh, you can add show notes, blogs, transcriptions, You people can leave comments on episodes, it'll pull in reviews that you're getting from like Apple and Spotify. And Tom is one of the co-founders of podcastpage.io. And so I'm chatting with him today about all this stuff, his story, how he got started building the company, going more in depth about some of these features, some really cool stuff about Google Analytics and how these uh, websites are optimized for SEO. I recently imported this podcast, Clipped, uh, and I'm in the process of customizing my page. But it is really true. Within just a few minutes, all your episodes will get imported and you literally will have a podcast website. If you bought a domain, you can transfer that over so you can get like, you know, your own .com within podcast page. And we'll talk more about that. Just wanted to bring you Tom because I think that he's a great resource and podcast page is a great and affordable way to launch a website for your podcast. All right. Well, Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks, Eric. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Tell us, how long has Podcast Page been around? It's been around three years now. I would say it's a little bit more since we started actually working on it, um, since there is so much like development involved. Uh, we had to kind of wait for at least five or six months until it was ready to get out there and, and be ready for people to use. But it's it's been running for about three years now, yeah. Very cool. You know, one thing that I come across in the podcast space is that new podcasters, let's, you know, they record, they get their show produced, they send it out into the world on Apple and Spotify. um, And they don't necessarily think at first about having a website because I think they're intimidated. I think they think, oh, like I got to get a website. I don't know anything about websites. It's probably going to cost a lot of money, but you kind of set out on a way to make this way more accessible, make it really easy with a lot of customization. So just touch on that a little bit, like how easy it is for someone to start a website with podcast page and how that's going to benefit them with the growth of their show. First of all, you're exactly right. It's it's both kind of intimidating. And then at the same time, people probably, they, they don't want to deal with like a different like uh i mean they have the podcast they need to kind of plan and record and, and do a lot of work just around that part and they don't need more work so they just think it's it's too much for them and they fully agree at the, at the beginning it's it's probably harder to kind of achieve to have this entire project which is the website um alongside the, the podcast that being said it's it's probably much easier than before and especially if you use podcast page, 
you can connect it uh, with your RSS feed and then instantly all your episodes are loaded. Uh, we create a page for each episode and have your show notes, um, all the artwork, the audio player, everything is pretty much taken care of. So you don't really have to do anything just to get the website uh, launched. Now, if you want to have like custom pages and have a blog um, and you, you want to customize all the colors and everything, uh, that can take, you know, a couple more hours or something. You know, you can put as much time as you, you need to, to get it ready. But uh, if you just want a page that is just have your episodes and that's it, then it can take like three to four minutes and you have a full website and it's working already. So you can publish it over less than an hour. Um, have your custom domain and you're pretty much ready to go at that point. Yeah, it actually really is pretty incredible. Like Tom said, in a few minutes, you can have a fully functioning website up and running. You can either search for your podcast or take your RSS feed and copy paste it. Boom. Then you can choose from a template and then you can start customizing from there, which... I think it's great because like you said, people already put all this time into the production of their podcast, whether they booked guests or they recorded solo, they bought the equipment, perhaps they're new and they're intimidated. And this kind of uh, makes all that way easier because you really just can get set up in several minutes. And we'll cover some of the features here, you know, uh, podcast players, you get a custom audio player, easy to change templates. There's a lot of great templates to choose from. Subscribe button so people can subscribe to your podcast from your website. One thing that I thought was rad, Tom, um, which I haven't done with my show, but I want to as my listenership grows was, um, I guess there's an option to for people to leave like voice recordings or voicemail. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You can do a lot of different things with it. So I know there's like some social media integrations. And what I really liked was Google Analytics, because I think anyone who's trying to grow a brand or business or a podcast, anytime you can get analytical data, you can kind of see where you're at and it gives you a baseline to start from and see whether or not you're growing or if you know your views are going down. And I think that can be great to just to get a baseline to see how you're doing and how your podcast is doing. But talk a little bit about that. I, I love those options. Getting started, we we kind of put a lot of focus on just like, you know, creating a page that is fully working and optimized for SEO, but not a lot of uh, functionality beyond that. And then over the years, we kind of added a lot of different features. Those integrations you mentioned are kind of a great example. So yeah, Google Analytics, you just get a lot of information about the, the website's visitors. You can see who like lands on the website from different sources um, and which kind of episodes are more popular or uh, where people spend more time on your website. And then besides that, we also have a few cool integrations. For example, with Twitter, uh, you can just connect your account and then every time you release a new episode, you can tweet a new post with that, that episode's um, information. So the image and the link. Um, and you can customize the text a little bit, but it will be automated for all your episodes as we pull those from the feed. Uh, we also have an integration with uh, Instagram if you want to display your posts from Instagram on the website. Uh, so that's also kind of cool. And then we also connect with YouTube. So if you have a YouTube channel and you want to import 
all the videos to the website. So you don't actually need to have a podcast actually to use it. If you have a channel on YouTube without like an RSS feed or anything, you can import that entire channel and all your videos and then use this as the source of your website. So you have videos instead of audio. So Tom, anybody that has bought an outside domain, like if I were to buy Clipped Podcast from GoDaddy, can I set that domain up with Podcast Page? Yeah, so we don't register the domains, but um, as long as you have your own domain, uh, you can bring that over and connect it. So any domain would work. That's kind of the, the major advantages of having your own website. You can have your own name, so... It's good for branding. It's good for marketing. Makes the whole podcast a little bit more uh, memorable, I would say. So you can just mention the URL or your domain name during the show or just when you talk to people and then they can just visit the, the URL directly. When people search for the name as well, it helps that the domain name has uh, some of the keywords that you use in your show title. Let's talk a little bit about that, about keywords and how kind of that relates to SEO. But I think it's huge that you can register or you can, you know, transfer over your own domain to work with podcast page because with a podcast, it's already hard enough to get discovered. So I think just the more digital assets you have uh, pertaining to your show on the web is going to make it easier for people to find. And like you said, you can shout out the URL in your episode, you know, when you're signing off, hey, check out clippedpodcast.com or whatever it is. And I think a website just functions as like a home base. So we all have our social media channels, probably a YouTube, but you want to direct someone to something that you own, that they're inside of your ecosystem. Whereas with social media, you never know one day that could go away or it could change or you could lose your followers. But I think if you have a central hub that you can direct people to, it's really just going to help you build community. It's going to help people find you easier. It says that the podcast page websites are optimized for SEO. Can you just talk a little bit about what SEO is for people that don't know and how these websites are optimized for SEO and for ranking? Let me start by just saying this. Big question. Yeah. Loaded question. <laughs> yeah. That's a big question and a, a great question as well. And this is one of probably one of the most, most popular questions um, we're getting uh, from our own um, customers as well. It's important to keep in mind that there are no kind of tricks and no shortcuts around SEO. So nobody can um, guarantee that you'll be on, on the top of the search results. Uh, nobody can uh, say that you'll have like 25,000 um, views a month or whatever. It's, it's impossible to predict. And, and the most important thing is to have a website with good content. So you need to have that. That's, that's kind of the, the first step. And then each website can be built uh, differently. And then you have kind of the, the technical aspect of SEO. You have a lot of different um, HTML tags and then information you can structure for each page and then for each um, episode. And this is really kind of gets technical. And this is what we do kind of automatically. Uh, behind the scenes, so you don't have to worry about all the tech aspect of SEO. The only thing you have to do is kind of keep adding content. Once you have all the episodes there, uh, you may even add some more um, content to the show notes or add custom pages or blog posts. 
And then once you have more and more content and this content, assuming it's, it's quality content and not just, you know, a couple lines here and there, then you, you start getting more and more traction and Google will probably index your site. So if you have a new domain, it can take a couple of weeks until you can find it on Google. And then as, as long as you add content, uh, it's, it's going to keep growing and you, you'll find more and more kind of keywords that work for your website and list uh, your website in the uh, search results. And at the end of the day, it's a, it's a pretty good way to, to find traffic and to find potential listeners or your show. So if you, if you speak about a, a specific topic or like, you know, a niche that, that is really kind of, you can, you can put a box around it and you're not just talking about like, I don't know, like a, like a daily thing that changes uh, every day, then you can definitely use SEO in order to grow your podcast and take it really to the next level. Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of telling podcasters that the more content that you put out related to your podcast, um, the more Google's going to pick up on that. So yeah, that's in-depth show notes. And I'm even a big fan of turning episodes into blog posts. Uh, I know Google can index audio now, I believe, or they're starting to, but they do a lot better job at indexing written content. And when we say indexing, guys, and I'm not the expert, but I've learned a lot. I've been watching my page grow, my website grow, pretty much strictly from, from writing long-form content in the form of blogs. And if you can do that on podcast page, and you can, which Tom just shared with us, um, that's going to be a huge factor in you ranking and getting indexed. And basically what indexing is, and Google will register that like your page is live and on the web and able for people to search. And if you're podcasting about a specific topic, I know I talk about microphones a lot or equipment, um, and if you're targeting those keywords and you're writing about like a specific microphone and putting out good long form content, yeah, you will slowly see your page start to get more hits on it. If you're lucky and with a lot of hard work, you can start ranking in the top 10 for things. And that's when people searching for keywords related to your post or related to your podcast, that's, you know, people are often looking in the top 10. They're not going to the second page of Google. Uh, you're going to have a lot better chance of getting more eyes and ears on your show. But it's a long grind. I've learned, Tom, the SEO grind and optimizing. And, and it's all about content. Like you said, updating content consistently, getting Google to trust you. It could take a while, especially if it's a new site. So I would keep that in mind, guys. Um, the more good, consistent content you put out, the more Google is going to favor your your website. And that's great. That podcast page has the option yeah, to write additional content, to to post in-depth show notes, to add blog posts. Um, it's all going to help people find you and your podcast and anything related to your business or brand that is in the ecosystem of your podcast. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think that's cool, Tom. I think that you can really get in and see the analytics and that you can um, use a custom domain name. That's exciting. Yeah, that's pretty much, um, you know, kind of the, the whole uh, idea of having a website. And then as for SEO, one thing I forgot to mention is that if you have transcripts of your episodes, which is kind of similar to what you've mentioned with the blog posts. So if you have transcripts, it can help a lot for SEO as well, because it's a lot of content. So it's, it's always great to have it on the website. 
yeah, you definitely want to get your episodes transcribed. I talk about that. For instance, if we transcribe this episode, the keyword podcast page, we, we've probably mentioned, I've mentioned the name several times already. Um, and then if I were to put that transcript on my website, there's going to be a lot of keywords for podcast page, and that will actually help Tom rank. And I'm sure he's already crushing it with his ranking, but that that just helps. Run me through a little bit more of the features. I know like custom audio players and the site looks great on mobile. What else is like a cool feature that people are excited about that you could share with us? Or maybe you have something that's uh, coming out that you can kind of hint about. Like you said, there is like all the the features around podcasting are kind of the, the core. Um, so we have the automation of importing episodes, displaying the audio player, have all the subscribe buttons, and this is all kind of done for you. So you don't really have to uh, do anything. And then we also pull reviews from um, Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. So if people leave reviews for your show, you can display them on the website or even get reviews directly on the website from visitors. So that's pretty cool as well. And then in terms of engagement with your audience, we have contact forms. We have the voice voice message widget, and then we also have integrations with like commenting platforms, so you can have comments on the episodes or even your blog posts. So that's that's pretty helpful, just to have a, a better connection or a direct like channel with your audience. Yeah, that and you know it's all in one place that way. I think having the comments that's really cool because people can comment on an episode. And just showing the reviews, I think a lot of people, you know, they if they're really diehard podcast fans, they probably are leaving reviews on Apple and Spotify. I think a lot of people don't even really know how to do that. But if, you know, people are leaving those reviews and they're showing up, I think that just builds trust for you and the show. People see anytime something has good reviews, they're more apt to check it out. So I think that that's a great feature that could benefit people. Just some some visibility um, that people are liking the show. We also have uh, one additional cool thing, um, and that's the guest profiles. So if you have a lot of guests on your show, or you have like a, a few co-hosts, um, or even editors or producers, you can have a, a profile or a page for them as well on the website. So they can have their own like bio and links and everything. And you can connect those to episodes and even blog posts. Uh, if you have like someone who writes blog posts and they're not on the podcast. So we call this participants because it's not only guests. It's about every person who's involved. Knowing that you kind of like honored the guest and put them on the site. I think people love that. I also think it's cool that, yeah, you can feature team members because as we all know, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes with podcasts, whether you're an editor on a show or you produce a show or you do research and writing for a show. I think a lot of times uh, people don't realize the amount of work that goes into a podcast. And I think sometimes those people that are behind the scenes maybe feel left out because typically the host is always the one being talked about and featured. Tom, let's talk about pricing a little bit. If you can, how does it work? Is it a monthly subscription? Um, are there different levels? So basically, we support both uh, monthly and annual, so yearly subscriptions. If you prefer to pay monthly, uh, you can do that. 
the initial plan, so we call it the podcaster plan. Uh, this is what is probably more relevant for most podcasters. This goes at $12 a month if you pay um, annually. And then if you pay monthly, it goes at 15. This includes pretty much everything you need for a podcast website. It includes all the features we discussed so far. So you have a website, uh, you can have your podcast on it, connect the domain, have your custom pages, uh, blog posts, get voicemail uh, messages, import your uh, reviews and YouTube channel videos and everything. And also includes the, the team member or the uh, participant feature we kind of uh, just discussed now. And then we also have a business plan, which is usually used by networks or people who have uh, more than just one show. And they use it to kind of display a lot of different podcasts on the same website. So if they have like five different shows, can be even, you know, 500 different shows, um, they use it to display like a network of shows with each show gets its own page and then you can see all the episodes of one show or just list all the episodes from all shows in the same place. But that's kind of the more um, advanced features that we use for the, the business plan. But yeah, otherwise plans are kind of almost similar and you, you can always uh, kind of change the number of websites you use. If you need like five websites uh, in the same account or something, this can, can always work. One thing we didn't uh, cover is the page builder. It's fairly new. It's like about six months old now. We released a pretty big editor that includes all the different widgets. So we have like 30 different widgets. And then each one can include like a list of your episodes and you can customize everything. Only display like one category or show the, the audio player or hide it. Uh, change the, the font size or whatever. So it's it's really flexible and you can really change the way the website looks. So it's really up to you to kind of make it unique and and have it look the way you really want it to look. Uh, so it's it's really flexible and easy to use and you have like unlimited possibilities with the design. And we also have like, you know, built-in like content sections and templates you can use as well. So it's really kind of, almost similar as what you're used to on like WordPress or Wix or Squarespace. So it's, I would say a little bit easier. That's what we're trying to do. So when you compare a podcast page with all those platforms, it's really dedicated and kind of specifically made for podcasting. So a lot of features are much easier here. And then when you compare like flexibility, uh, we have kind of a lot of different options just around the design um, layouts. So it kind of makes it the best of both worlds, I'd say. At least that's what we're aiming for. Tom and his team have made this very easy. Uh, and the website is podcastpage.io. Recommend you guys check that out. Tom, before you go, got a couple fun questions. What is a podcast that you're listening to right now that you're really excited that, about that you'd like to share with the uh, audience? I really like the Indie Hackers podcast. It's just sharing stories of people who create their own businesses. And then there are a few shows about podcasting that are pretty cool as well. Obviously your show. <laughs> but uh, also I kind of check out a few shows in that space as well from time to time. There's a great show about marketing I like. Uh, it's called Today in Digital Marketing. 
that's also pretty cool. It's every day. It's like five to 10 minutes. And I also kind of listen to pod news from time to time. Yeah, love pod news. You know, I've heard of Indie Hackers. I never actually listened to it, but I have heard some good things about that. So guys, check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out. And we'll link to all these podcasts in the show notes. Lastly, Tom, what's something that you're excited about? We're new into 2023. Just for the podcast industry as a whole, is there anything that you're looking forward to or you see kind of slowly happening? I mean, you can just see how different it is now than like 10 years ago or even five or six years ago. Life is so much easier for podcasters just to get started, you know? <laughs> so that's, that's really yeah. exciting because you can have more shows and, and just remove a lot of the pains podcasters used to have in the past. So that's that's pretty exciting. And then overall, you see like the the world of podcasters, creators on, on YouTube or on different like gaming platforms. Seems like it's it's time for, for creators now. So that's exciting as well. Let's see how how it goes and, and where it goes to. I remember when I started, I think the very first podcast I interned on was like 2013 or 2014. And then I kind of edited some stuff on the side, sometimes for free, and eventually have, have grown to where I am now. But yeah, I even remember back then being so confused about like how to host a podcast and how to like publish episodes on Apple and Spotify. And, and that's become so much easier. I'm excited about technology that's happening. I mean, right now we're recording this on Riverside.fm, which isn't that new, but probably it's only been around for several years. And they're constantly updating stuff. I'm excited too for all the advertising technology and dynamic ad insertion. There's a lot of developments coming out with that and different platforms that make it easier for podcasters to monetize. Uh, which I think is cool. So you don't have to be, you know, one of the giants, you know, doing millions of downloads. You still have to have a large audience, but it's becoming easier and easier to monetize. And I think brands are becoming more comfortable working with mid-sized podcasters. So that's exciting. But uh, Tom, thank you for joining the show. Guys, the website is podcastpage.io and would love for you to check that out. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. I know I cover up my fault lines with silly putty Like the laugh's gonna make the bad shit turn to nothing But that's rubber, I'm blue All I say stick to you Trying to get close to the truth Man, I ain't 22 no more Gotta shoot for the moon Fuck if I fall on the floor I always get packed up, ask for more I'ma keep playing pain strings Till they chant an encore, do you? Don't let them push your youth through a door that they open This open wound, I'm an open book I'm a kook, shooting hoop dreams They breaking through the roof They be at the tree of Eden Trying to tear out all its roots I be aiming for a king Playing around in a booth Like this'll all work out To my mama, I'll be cool She ain't gotta worry about her Little chicken flew the coop Chicken, little near the truth The sky's always falling down Everybody's reaching out Thinking they can grab the clouds